0: You are Locked On Pirates, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Pirates, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What do you think of the camp so far to this point, as closely as you've followed it?
1: Well, I think uh, we're pretty much seeing something that I thought could be a storyline this season, and that is the Pirates' sudden power potential. Uh, You have Colin Moran coming over who can provide some pop, theoretically, coming from the minors. You have Corey Dickerson, first off of his all-star season last year with the Rays, in which he hit 24 home runs. You have Josh Bell, who hit 28. And you have sorry Martin and Gregory Polanco, uh, hopefully coming back to their, their existing form. And each of those guys carry 20-plus home run potential. So the Pirates right now, going into yesterday, I haven't checked today, but going into yesterday, led spring training with 38 home runs. That's good. So this is a team that's going to have to pop, yeah. And they famously were dead next to last in the uh in all of baseball last year with 151 home runs, second only to second-worst only to the Giants. So that could carry them through. Uh, The starting pitching has been about where we thought it was. Bullpen has some intriguing arms as well, some new arms, more strikeout ability. But the power potential has stuck out to me the most.
0: Well, that's interesting about the power. I really liked the Dickerson acquisition. I thought after all the moves they made, I thought that was a significant move that at least showed the Pirates wanted to do something.
1: Yeah, it was, and it came, you know, later on in, in what you would call the traditional hot stuff season, although nothing just is traditional, um, but it was a later addition, and, you know, here we thought the Pirates would kind of just keep the seat warm for Austin Meadows, kind of make do with what they had and guys like Adam Frazier and Sean Rodriguez, who could play corner outfield spots, left field specifically, and here they go in and get an all-star, and get an all-star who's under control, yeah. initial six-year control for two years, so... It's a move that simultaneously uh, bullies them for the the current state and also is not too much of an overextension in the future because they still want to see what Austin Meadows can do. Um, So it's the best of both worlds, and it was a really sneaky, good signing.
0: Yeah, and it it allows Meadows time. Do you think Meadows eventually ends up with the Pirates before this season is over with? And I don't mean a September call-up either.
1: Well, I was about to say the only way that could really happen is a September call-up or an extreme rash of injuries. Um, you know, every situation is different. Every player is different. Adam Frazier, for example, got up to the big leagues without having what you would call a large number of at-bats triple-A. At but, you know, every guy is different. Austin Meadows has not really been able to put together a full season of at-bats, no matter where he is, whether it be double-A, uh, single-A, or now triple-A. So I think at the very least, he's going to have to get at least a half season of worth of at-bats, and Look, if he's absolutely tearing the cover off the ball, you may see him up a little sooner. Um, He will likely be at September call up. I'm pretty confident of that. But other than that, no, not this year.
0: Okay. Uh, So defensively, where are they? I mean, do you think this is going to be a good enough team defensively to help the pitching staff out?
1: I think that up the middle, they have a chance to be good and. As you probably know, if your defense up the middle is yeah. good or at the very least solid, you're off to a good foundation. I think the key will be Marte. When he started last season in center field, he wasn't exactly, you know, uh, an easy fit there. The uh, past two years, everyone has said Marte is a natural center field he should really be there. McCutcheon should be moved right. Well, when that happened, Marte kind of struggled. Um, with McCutcheon out of the picture, uh, perhaps Marte's mindset will be able to attack uh, center field a little more. Uh, Marte in spring training has looked the part, so I think he'll be strong up the middle. Uh, Gregory Polanco is always an adventure in right field, uh, but he's capable, and Corey Dickerson's not the best left fielder, so I think Prince will come down to Colin Moran. Uh, the newly acquired third base, who can make all the throws, but there are some questions about his footwork and athleticism, and then Josh Bell, first base is a continuing project, so I think up the middle, they'll be strong, and in the corner, there are definitely some questions.
0: Uh, let's get to Marte for a moment. He looked like a guy coming off an 80-game PED suspension last year. I mean, because there was no power. Uh, has What does he look like in this camp in terms of the ability to drive the ball?
1: I think the, the bat speed was there, for sure. I think everyone would agree on that. I think that he's going to revert to... You know, the 15 to 20 home run power, and we have to keep in mind, his career high to this point is 19. His all-star season, he had nine home runs. So he was never quite a power threat, but I do think 15 home runs is, is definitely reasonable. Uh, from my, from what, what I can see watching the games and watching the camp is that, you know, last year when he came back from the injury, the bat wasn't there, his timing was off. And this year, I think that's back. And if that's back, you can easily hit that 15-home run potential. Uh, I think anything above that would be a pleasant surprise, but I think that's something you can reasonably pen for. All
0: right, uh, bullpen-wise, I've got a feeling this is one of the strengths of the team. I think if they can lead games after six innings, I think they should be in pretty good shape based on some of the arms they have down there. But what is your view of it?
1: I'm really excited about the bullpen, and here's why. They have made a concerted effort to get more strikeout ability in those later innings. Uh, last year, they had Felipe Rivera's share of bats. But other than that, they really didn't have those guys that can go to a hitter late in the game and really overpower them and, and get some whiffs. Uh, this year, they've added guys like Josh Smoker from the left side. Uh, George Contras is coming back, who you know is good for a 9-plus strikeout per 9 rating. Mm-hmm. And you've got Michael Feliz coming from the Astros who can strike out his fair share. And then Crick as well, who would kind of be uh, my pick for kind of the swing man, the bullpen who can uh, go to the late inning high leverage roles, and also uh, go into the middle of the game as well for high leverage roles, and he can miss some bats. So what I like to tell people is that from 2013 through 15, when the Pirates bullpen they were great. They got outs, which is always the number one goal. Mm-hmm. They didn't really strike out many at bats, many bats. So you know, this year, you know how he did a great job adjusting his bullpen to the current trend of power in baseball. And any time you can add swing and miss ability to the bullpen, I think you've, you've improved it.
0: Who do you think the four and five starters end up being? You know, it's funny
1: because for me, Trevor Wade, I view that as kind of a conglomerate in that kind of middle of the rotation. The fifth spot is Joe Musgroves by default. Tyler Glass now yeah. has really not shown that he can be relied upon to find the strike zone consistently. Well, with nice talent and a very smart pitcher, um, but there's a little bit more upside in Musgrove, I feel. So I think it's Musgrove by default. As long as he's ready for the season, there's a question there.
0: Why is – why do you think Glassnow, who in the minors is lights out, what's been – why is that – why hasn't he been able to, to adjust to this level?
1: Steve, if I knew that, I think I might have made it a job. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a good point. Cop, yeah, not to the cop out there, but, you know, the guy not has up. all the velocity – he has all the velocity in the world, but I think the fastball people are starting to see that it comes out a little flat, which is why there's constantly been attempts to kind of maybe add some movement to his pitches with kind of a 2 uh sinker combo and then always always trying to develop that changeup uh, that's been lacking. He does have that curveball, which uh, is good, but doesn't play well if the fastball comes out of his hand flat, has no life to it, and is just a easy to kind of track, so I think that's the main reason why he has trouble
0: finding the strike zone consistently. Yeah, because he has it, he looks like at times like he has great stuff, but you and I both know you can throw 98, and it, if it doesn't have movement, a major league hitter doesn't care. Yep,
1: especially in today's baseball, that's absolutely right. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. It is always a pleasure, always great information. Can't wait to see you soon.
1: All right, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Yeah.